right, welcome to episode 20 of FML FPL. I'm Alon. I'm Walsh. Uh, quick shout out to top of the FML FPL league, triple captain Hazard, maintaining his spot, killer week. He's good. Yeah, good for you, triple captain, whatever. <laughs> uh, so how'd it go for you this week? Um, it started better than it ended. I had a pretty good week. Um, Ake was my huge like differential boost because... King didn't play, and Ake scored that goal, so he had 14, so that was nice to get. He's the only reason I didn't plummet, though, because like a fucking stubborn dick face, I still don't have Ozil, so that's not good for me. And then Aguero Blank, that's also not good for me. But overall, I went up like something insignificant, 5,000 places, pretty good, 76 points. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I had 75, and I got a red arrow. I was at 154K. I went down, like, 500 places. I'm not 155K, but uh, Captain Mares, as you did, um, yep. it's pretty mental to think that I got 30 points out of Mares and I still got a red arrow. But the fact of the matter is, when everyone has four-ish players that are similar, my differentials didn't come in, then that's just the world we're living in this season alone. That is the world we're living in this season. It's just like, if you don't have some of those highly owned players, you're probably going to drop. And then if you do have all of them, then you need, you know, really like your differential comes from like maybe your fourth mid spot and other than that, defense. Something I wanted to focus on this episode is just depending on where you are in the uh, overall rank, if you're around top 10K and you're looking to break through, or if you're really far away, it depends on if you're looking for differentials or if you're just looking to maintain and just have little steady cracks. But I don't remember, I mean, this is only my third season, admittedly, but over the last few seasons, you've never had this many template players performing so consistently. So normally yeah. you'll have like two players who everyone has or so, and they're really good. But this season, mm-hmm. I mean, between Mares, Vardy, Otsal, Igalo, Lukaku, I mean, they're the kind of players that are owned. Even feel Barkley. Like Barkley, yeah. They're Kane owned, is in the conversation. Yeah, Kane, they're owned by over 50% of active players, like nearly all of them, and they're all always getting at least six-point games. And whereas normally you have like maybe two void spots where everyone owns the same player, this, this year it's like at least four. Um, yeah. So it's just so fucking hard. Again, like, I mean... This week is everything, testament to that, where I was already at 154K, which is not good, and I got 75 points, and I still got a fucking red arrow. Like, yep. What do you need to yeah, do? It's, it's really crazy. Yeah. And, like, even even greater than that is, like, the Mara's conversation. Like, I think most people at this point are just blindly captaining Mara, so that also erases, like, your captain differential or doing some crazy thing, and... If you're not captaining him, you at least own him, and you're captaining one of those other players who scores every week. So it's like you're not even losing that much in the balance of things. Yeah, but I mean, really what it comes down to is every single team's front line of active players are three of five players. I think it's Vardy, Igalo, Kane, Lukaku, Aguero. Maybe Giroud Mm -hmm. is starting to get sprinkled in there. Yeah. Everyone has Mahrez and Otsal, so you're looking at two midfielders. Mm-hmm. And then it's just defense and goalie, which is this season clean sheets have been a disaster to pick. It's really just week to week lottery. So for me, the most important thing this season, especially now, is captaincy. Yeah. And no, it, it usually is, to be honest. Like, yeah. usually if you 
in a normal season, even if you get a captaincy blank, you're probably looking at a red, red arrow. arrow. But yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's it. So let me ask you then: Are you are you retracting on your blindly Captain Mars every week statement? No, no. I mean I'm going to captain him this week for sure. Uh, yeah. I was looking at doing Cantu Aguero, but I've, I'm going to have to monitor that a little bit more. I think I'm going to probably lean towards saving because they have Sunderland mm-hmm. at home. But, um, no, I mean, Mara's 15 points yeah. at Liverpool. They're a fucking shambles. There's no zero, reason. Zero healthy defender, yeah. basically. There's no reason for me to think that Mara. And it's the kind of thing where you feel like you're getting out of jail when Mara's has two goals and they're both from fucking set pieces versus their pens. He doesn't score from open play. You get that out of the way because normally I feel like he's in a return from open play. So yeah, those are the kind of games. And and that first pen was, I was very. I mean, he barely scored that first pen. He, Howard was right there. Yeah. The second yeah. one was a no no doubter, but um, yeah, yeah. No, Mares is easily my captain this week. There's no question. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah. yeah. But for me, for my team, I mean, my differential at midfield didn't come in. I have Silva and De Bruyne. And they combined for three points, and that was a nightmare today. So that's why I got a red instead of a green, because fucking Yeah, that's fuck. it, basically. That's yeah. It. Huh? Um, but let's move on more just into the template conversation. So what, what, what I think you were saying is that the highly ranked people, top 10K-ish, you yourself got burned by being a pretty high rank and then not having Mares, yeah. not having one of the highly owned players, and that's how you drop to where you are now. Yeah. Which just only hammers home the point that if you're the highly if you're highly ranked, you have to have the highly owned players. You have to cover yourself. Yeah. Because and that's really the only way you can have a huge drop. Yeah, exactly. And you take your differentials where you can, but if you're if you have a high rank, um, you you cover yourself with those players like you said and then you take the differentials where you can, but you try and make the correct captaincy choices. You try to stay disciplined. The hope and the idea is that you'll get maybe later on in the season, you get a couple good game weeks, a couple defender goal things break your way. But if you cover yourself with those players, you're not going to be able to drop precipitously. And that's everything because once you, if you drop big, it's so hard to claw your way back to where you were, especially yeah. at this stage in the season. Yeah, and so like like you were saying with the discipline and patience, it's like the best thing you could do if you're highly ranked top 10K is have all those highly owned players and try and save your transfers and never take hits and stuff like that. And that way, you know, if there's some like catastrophic injury or Aguero starts hat-tricking for fun, then you're in that position, that power position where you can be like, okay, I have two frees. I can drop this guy, this guy, get in Aguero, get in whoever. It makes the game boring, unfortunately. Yeah, that, More boring than past years. That's the problem is that we're, we're playing with so few live spots on our rosters this year Yeah, uh, that it's just like with the forwards, it's really three from five, three from six. So you're just mm-hmm. playing a lottery each week if your three come off. And then yeah. with the midfielders, you have two midfield spots out of four. It's just that's not fun. Uh, and if like yeah, like you were saying, you just hope Mara's like tears his fucking ACL so the game opens up. Yeah, I want like four players to tear their ACL so yeah, everyone like, has to tear their teams up so it could get fun again. But yeah, exactly. It just puts yeah. more emphasis in a defense. But then I'm also at the same time just looking at defense and thinking, who do you even want? Like Stoke are the best defensive team all of a sudden. Like 
Right. Yeah, United have fallen out. Yeah, United United's all fucked up. Chelsea's new manager, who knows? West Brom hasn't really been keeping clean. Spurs haven't really been keeping cleans. It's Arsenal just, haven't been keeping clean. Yeah, Arsenal, no Coquelin, they're not keeping clean. City without company, they're not keeping clean. So does it even make sense? Imagine if you have three six million defenders and two five million defenders like is that even good i don't know because stoke keep clean sheets more than city yeah i mean the truth of the matter is the best team right now would be watford and stoke defenders and fucking and that template midfield and forward line and you'd have like 20 million in the bank (laughs) yeah i mean give me an 80 million budget and i'd be top 1k yeah exactly it's just it's just crazy so you have to you have to figure out who's going to... All your defenders basically have to be some attacking threat, it feels like. Again, because, you know, if you have that assist or that odd goal, like I had Ake, then like that could catapult you. That's a, that's one way. But yeah, the clean sheets are just so fucked this year. Yeah, and that's like you said, again, the attacking intent with the defenders is so huge because when you have so many attackers similar to everyone else playing the game... If you mm-hmm. have just like, oh, I'm going to save like value, you're like, oh, like I'm going to save a few million, a few point three million to get this cheaper defender like Evans. Like I fucking hate Evans now because he's not <laughs> even up on set pieces. He doesn't go forward. He's just a piece of shit playing left back. But yeah. like if I had Dawson or McCauley, at least like they've scored the last couple of weeks, they're actually focal points of set pieces. And I have five million in the bank or whatever. Like I don't need it. I don't need the point three. So yeah. it's the kind of thing that when you get those, like you said with Ake, you get the goal if you get a double-digit haul from a defender, that's what will give you green arrows. And it's it's difficult to pinpoint, and it's still a lottery yeah. because it's impossible to, when they get maybe three or three to six attacking returns over the course of the whole season. Only yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. High-scoring defenders, like, unless they're on pens, then it's like five goals. That's like really high. Yeah, I mean, five is not... That's, like, Bane's category. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's the same... Again, like you said, it's if they get three or four, you have to hit on those weeks. It's so rare, but at least you give yourself a shout by owning those players, like... Yeah. But, yeah, it's God really... God damn it, Adam. I know, it's getting... I'm getting down talking about it just because... Yeah, I mean, the, the, the punts are fun. That's the thing. I know. There's nothing more satisfying in fantasy, really any sport, than... You sitting on your fucking couch, seeing a player and being like, I think that guy's really fucking good. Like being the scout. And then bringing him in and fucking treating. And that just doesn't happen this no, year. That's a, if you do that and you don't have these players, I mean, you just don't have enough spots on your roster you, to you, play with those guys. You could literally watch not a single minute of a single game this year and you'd be like, Higher rank than either of us. Oh, so easily. If you just follow... Because you'd just be like, oh, this guy's scoring. Okay, I'll bring him in. And he just keeps scoring. Yeah, oh, this you... guy gets an assist every game. I'll bring him in. Okay, keeps getting it. Yeah, if you followed the price rises this year and you got those players in the bandwagons, almost every bandwagon this year has just skyrocketed and everyone's been returning. It's crazy. Skyrocket. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Yeah, this is like more depressing pod than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, a 75-point red arrow just feels... That's the feels. That sums up the year. That's that's all the feels. So, So, okay, so let's go back to just goals and targets for the year because normally my goal when I go into the year is to be top 10K. Mm -hmm. 
and now I'm at 154, 155k. Yeah. Which isn't horrible. No. But like people are in the millions and shit. Like you're, and you, what are you like a few thousand behind? I'm me. like We're basically in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm tr- also trying to think about what is it after I get a 75 point week and I get a red arrow. What is it going to take for me to be able to chip away and get into the top 10k, which now feels almost out of reach? Right. So we covered what the highly ranked players should do. So now yeah. we have to talk about what we should do, and, and even higher than us, yeah. and even lower than us, I should say. And that's the thing. Like, okay, I'm looking. Sylvan De Bruyne, they fucking fucked me. And then yeah. every single one of my strikers returned, and then Avi Mars and Ultel. But my defense, like, I got two points from my three defenders this week, which is great. But then I have that's nine points. Insane. I had nine points from Loris. And that's in a week where there were, like, three clean sheets. And one of them was, or four. And one, two of them are Swansea and West Ham. No one has them. So I'm thinking, yeah. like, okay, 11 points for my four defenders, including goalie, isn't terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of people with worse. Yeah, and for sure. 75. 75 points is a lot of points. And I'm, like, getting a red arrow. So I'm just thinking, do I need to, with all this money in the bank, and I don't feel like getting Aguero is a good strategy because... He went off today again with, like, a little fucking head, whatever the fuck. Uh, Should I just, like, go nuts and get, like, a lot of... Take a big hit, get defenders in who are premium, and just go with that? Like, I don't know. Because I can always just get Kane to a gallo and feel like, oh, I'm going to get more points now. Right, yeah, that's the like, thing. what am yeah, I doing? It's, it's so hard. I mean, it. We need a, we need more information on the Aguero injury before... Um, jumping off the bridge, but I think Aguero is one of the guys in this conversation where someone in our rank or lower, that's a potential huge rise because all the forwards are scoring at will, and sure, a goal out of brace this week, but for the most part, it's like sub double digit scores, even though they're returning every week, like Vardy, Lukaku, etc., Kane. You know, yeah, so they haven't been explosive scores. They haven't been explosive. So, if Aguero's healthy and you can get to him without taking a hit, I think he's of everyone in the game. I think he's got by far the the highest chance of exploding and really making a huge impact on your team. Yeah, I mean him. The other player that stands out to me is Alexis, but Wenger Alexis, just came out and said sure. he's hurt for like for a while. Yeah, he's out for like a for a few more, more weeks, game weeks, right? so he's not an option. But I agree yeah. with you with Aguero, but I just get nervous because it's the same kind of thing that's been happening all year with him. Is like we're waiting for him to return, and we just assume that he's going to come right back and just start bagging goals, and it hasn't happened this year. He's had really like one good game. Every other shitty game is fucking terrible, and then he just yeah. dies again. And it's like if we have, we're, we're saving all this money to put Aguero into our teams and then you Captain Mares and just you're better off. You Captain yep. Gallo, you're better off. Lukaku, Ozil. Um, and I just, I don't know if it's worth it. Imagine yeah, instead of having that's these, the thing. Imagine instead of having more, these We need more injury defenders. information, but the fact of the matter is they're home Sunderland at Leicester. I'm not going to captain him. You know, I'm not like fully crazy, but I feel still okay about owning him even though like you said for almost 10 million cheaper i could have a gallo who just <laughs> returns every fucking game yeah no i mean you feel good to have aguero because you always feel that way but it's just if you're not going to be captaining him I and mean, you think mars is a better captaincy shout then i don't think the difference between what aguero might be doing to 
Kane or even ridiculously eight million, seven million cheaper uh, Igalo. Mm-hmm. Imagine if instead of having these like five millionish defenders, we just had like all six plus million defenders, which is actually easily doable at this stage. Yeah, but they're not returning either. I know that's, that's why thing. I don't understand what's happening. You're yeah, right. that's the thing. It's like if Arsenal was clean sheeting every day, then honestly, I would probably have done that by now. You know, I wouldn't have Bertrand and Moreno. I'd have fucking Koscielny and double fucking, and yeah, Bellerin double and them. You know, they don't and keep I have Smalling and De Gea, and they're not. They're not doing well shit right lately. So, it's so tricky. It's such a such a weird year. You know who you should have gotten in defense last week? Oh as per my your pod god, night. Ivan. Ivan. Ivan came, Ivan went, Ivan conquered. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Listening back to last episode, it's just like, fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, it was the most, like, wild. I was just looking at the teams, and I was like, oh, there's an old friend over there that I used to have. That... <laughs> Somebody that I used to know. Yeah, basically. And then here he comes. What did he have, 15 this week? Something like that. He bettered Ake. Imagine if you had Ivan and Ake. That's, like, 30 points this week. God, that's the fucking actual jerk off festival. Yeah, that's that would have risen a lot. I've never come anything close to having two like two double digit defender halls in the same week. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Dreams are made of. Yeah. All right, but okay. So, granted that defense is a nightmare. What are are we better off just keeping money in the bank and just? floating and getting by with the template players while they're still performing. It's like, that's the thing with FPLs. You get antsy. You want to change your guys up and own new players. But, I mean, if, you, if you're if you patient, persistent, and keeping these fucking guys since game week five, like Ozil, Mares, Vardy, Galu, Lukaku, these players, if you don't touch them and you've just had them, yeah, like, I don't know. You're dominating. You're dominating. You're in the top 10K easily. You have 15 mil in the bank and you're dominating. So is that the is that what we should like? Is Kane to Agallo the best move this week? I think. Well, every team is in a different situation, but I think clawing your way towards at least majority template of your forward line and midfield line is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Like if you don't have like four of the guys that we're talking about, that like you're in really bad shape. Yeah, probably. Like, you're just losing everything. And it's the same so, thing. Like, you don't have Ozil. And we've been, we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. Just every week he returns, and you're not making the points week. up. Yeah, I'm just like some stubborn, like, fucking miserable uncle who, at the barbecue who just won't yeah. do something. You won't like, get a beer for the hostess. You won't help cook the hot dogs. You won't do anything. Oh, what am I, a fucking chef? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. But, like, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, no, so I need though. to get him. That's the thing. It's like, okay, who am I losing in that scenario of getting him? Well, I have three places that I can put him in. So, in that scenario, I, I got to bring him in. Yeah. I mean, it's just with Mars, it's like, all right, I got him in and I captained him. And there's a 30 looking at my team. If Imagine, like, I didn't do that and I got someone else and captained probably Lukaku would have gotten me six. I'd be at, like, 500K. Yeah, you would have dropped yeah, so much. Yeah, forget it. Like, uh. Yeah. It's just that difference between the explosive player and, and the not explosive player of Ozil. That's yeah. the most... That's the difference between, like, I'm taking a hit to get this guy and probably not. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, I haven't had Ozil and I rose 5K places this week. Yeah. It's not like 
the complete end of the world when you're losing out on one assist a week. Yeah, and I mean, but still... if you're missing like Mares, then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Otso still only has two goals on the year, so I mean, his best yeah. games are between the ten and thirteen point range, really. Um, yeah, but yeah, but it's still the kind of thing though that everyone's getting the points and he's returning it's not he's not just getting five points i mean it's it's good he's getting good returns and yeah he's more, getting good returns yeah. yeah the more you don't own him it's just you're just going to keep dropping yeah and honestly the rest of arsenal as we talked about last week like they're all good to own they're all good they're flying i mean Feo's like, goal today was a beauty it's hard to say they're not the best team in the league yeah i mean they just handed them it and to Leicester, City. that's it what I said them and Leicester, that's it. Yeah, them and Leicester. Um, and City without company is like, I've never like, I've never seen it one defender have that kind of impact on a team. Yeah, it's so astounding how bad like, they are without him because... It reflects very, very poorly on Pellegrini, mm-hmm. I think. Like, you've spent a fucking bajillion dollars on two supposedly world-class talents in Mangala and Otamendi. Yeah. And you cannot keep goals out of the net for your life. Yeah, it's surprising how Otamendi, I thought given the fee that they paid for him when he came in, that he would be just like a finished end product and he would be a monster. And he's yeah, just I been mean, as nervy as Mangala. Not like insane where he's in a headbutt someone and get a red card like Mangala, but yeah, yeah. he hasn't been like good. He's been good, but he hasn't he been... Just, yeah, like he shows those flashes of athleticism where it's like, oh, that was a really good block or like yeah. really good interception or he, he scored that goal, that header goal. It's like, that was a really sick header goal. Yeah. But he still just like fucks up and makes mistakes. Yeah, no, totally. Alright, I think let's get a little less philosophical on where we are and more on last week's game. So what did you yeah, see yeah. from last week? Chelsea won. Yeah, Chelsea the new no manager bounce. Oscar looked really, really sexy. Yeah, it's it's funny how that happened. I mean, I guess he could have predicted that that happened, right? Like, they're not bad players. No. <laughs> Clearly, it was something else all season that was fucking them up. I'm not saying that Moo's a bad manager, but they were just unhappy or like not trying as hard or something fucking weird. I mean, the thing for me with Chelsea that, and even going back to last year, that just, like, always was so fucking annoying is I don't, like, understand why they always played 4-2-3-1 when they have such, like, intensely, greatly skilled players. They're playing, like, Mm -hmm. a pessimistic style every game where all they want to do is win 1-0 or 2-0. And obviously they grind. I feel like they grinded out the league last year, which is unique because... but that's... That's like, that's Moo. I mean, that's, he, he'll he no. just show you all the championship wins and be like, okay, this is why. Here, no. yeah, here's no. my Champions League titles. Here's my fucking league titles. That's why I do it. Yeah, no, and I understand that, like, that's his style. And maybe it's just the case that he only gets a few years to be able to do that with a specific team. Like Klopp with yeah. Dortmund, when the message gets old and they're like, fuck off, you're being a dickhead. Which yeah, he clearly yeah. is a huge knobhead. But... <laughs> With Chelsea, like, they could be free-scoring and just play like City, play like a 4-1-4-1 and just, like, Modic holding and just go nuts going forward and try and be, like, 4-2 games. Like, they have the players yeah. to do that. So I, I'm yeah, hoping Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the difference between, like, you think of, like, Wenger versus Moo. You read that Wenger interview, you know? Like, Moo's yeah. philosophy is, like, in general, is just win at all costs. All that matters is winning. And Wenger's, like... 
I'm trying to basically like perform fucking art on on the field. I'm trying to like reflect expression and beauty on the pitch. Like he's so philosophical about that shit. So it's like on one end, Wenger hasn't won fucking dick in a while other than like worthless cups and they get knocked out of the 16 every year. But it's, they're so fun to watch always. And then you have Chelsea on the other hand who wins everything and they're horrible. I hate them and everyone hates them. Yeah, but maybe they'll change their style under hitting. I don't know. I'm hopeful anyway. Yeah, it just depends who they hire, really, you know? Well, they have Gus. Yeah, Gus for now. He's yeah, like Gus intern for now. now. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Leicester, no no story there. They just beat Everton away. It was an easy, easy victory for them. It's funny. They're, they're like, we say it every week, but they're just like always the best game to watch. Mm-hmm. There's no question. It's just like they're... They're so positive and exciting and at any moment could just break off and just score a worldie and I just love watching him. It's such yeah. a good story. Yeah, and the, the rain was torrential in that game. It was awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, United lost, which is great because they're a fucking nightmare. I hope they lose every game for the rest of the year. Yeah, hopefully they get relegated. Southampton also might be finding themselves in a relegation scrap at this point. Dude, rate. what is their deal? They are. I know we talked about it last week because they're how they just like flow in and out of relevancy, but God, they've been so horrifyingly bad. And you know what? Like, as wrong as we were about everything to do with Pele for the first, what, I don't know, six game weeks or eight game weeks or something, he's fully the guy that we we talked about for a long time now. I mean, he is who he's just fallen off a cliff. He's an automatic blank. You would never even consider owning him. Yeah, I mean, he's been properly benched for Shane Long and uh, Stephen Davis in in weeks past, and they're still not scoring goals. Uh, They've gotten, like, one point out of their last six, and they haven't even really had such difficult fixtures. Um, Yeah, and they're about to get torn up by Arsenal. Yeah, that's going to be, that could be a very crooked number. But it's very interesting to me with Southampton because they're honestly, like, I feel like Southampton and Komen, he kind of models them like Chelsea Light. They're, he's mm. so stubborn in his team selections that it's always yeah. four two. Well, he does that fucking wing back shit, but they always lose when he does that. It's so stupid. <laughs> but they have the four two three one shit where it's just like, we have four attacking players. One of them is bad. Like Will, well, William, I guess is good this year, but like Stephen Davis is bad. Uh, I'm not gonna go get inventive, and we're gonna do the same thing every week. And now mm-hmm. they're just getting found out. Like the donkey Pella has just been a nightmare. Mane is not finishing his chances for for want of trying and. They're finding themselves, like, really fast, given the fact, like, Norwich and Bournemouth are getting points, and, I mean, they're they're very clear of the relegation zone, but, I mean, they're in the... Oh, they're, of course they're not going to get fucking... They're not going to get relegated, but I think they're going to be firmly in the bottom half if they continue on this way. Yeah, it's such an interesting year with all the counterattacking meta and the beauty of Bournemouth and Leicester and all that positivity, and the, even, like, Stoke in that conversation there, it's just, like... You have to be fluid. You can't just be this, like, horrible team to watch because everyone else, even if you're united and you're having, like, a okay season just by, like, where you are in the table, like, even though they're fifth, like, every United fan wants to fucking kill themselves because they're seeing all of these other teams. Actual they're seeing call. Bournemouth, and they're like, why aren't we fucking playing like Bournemouth? Yeah. Even though they're 
10 points clear or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's And just weird. like Southampton fans are going to get restless. Like, no, yeah. fuck this. We want Shane Long and Pele and Tom and, and Mane. But that's the thing with also, yeah. you look at the makeup and the composition of the team like Southampton, they have a lot of internationals. And then you look at teams mm-hmm. like Bournemouth and Norwich and they're all just like, they came from League Two. And yeah. the players just, they run their hearts out every single game. They give yep. it 105 million percent. And the Southampton mm-hmm. players looks like they're just collecting a paycheck. Like they don't give a fuck. They're not like Yeah. That's a that's probably a real fucking problem with being Southampton because it's such a stepping ground. Yeah. You know? It's such a stepping stone to a big club. So it's like you're gonna get all these guys and they're gonna have loads of talent and they're like young and like in their prime or about to be in their prime when their real goal is to just get bought by a big club. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that's fair. It's very it's valid. Tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, what else happened last weekend? Yeah, so United, fuck yeah, you. Liverpool got fucking handed to them. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to talk about that if you don't want to. The Swansea-West Ham yeah. nil-nil. I should have bet, like, my entire bank account on that. Cause didn't we talk about that last pod? That like, Yeah, the only reason I didn't bet my entire bank account on it is because then I would have felt compelled to watch it instead of just, like, skip it and watch highlights later. I, yeah, I watched some worst of thing ever. Really yeah, um, it's just horrible. Palace, dude, that Lee Chung Young dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. The feels, that dude. That was great. I jumped yeah, up. The, the dog The, the, the dog fell were sending at that moment where... Yeah, the dog fell on her head when I jumped up because she was on my lap. (laughs) Felt bad, but I didn't feel that bad because I was freaking so hard. But that goal was just... Dude, we're fucking in Europa League. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Actual. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, All right. Yeah, let's let's cruise. Let's go. Let's go looking for. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, one more thing. Mm. Um, We got to talk about the chips and the Uh, January wild card. You're right. Thank you. Um, so in years past, I'm sure a lot of you have played in prior seasons, you get two wild cards, one for the entire season and one just in January. This year they switched it up. You get one up until, what was it, game week 18 this upcoming week? No, I thought it was I like, like 13. I, thought, I think it's past. Yeah, I think it's past. Okay, well, whatever, game week in the teens. And then you get one starting in January for the rest of the season. So no. that's a huge no, point because past, it always used to it. be... What? In years past, you, oh, you're saying for this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my apologies. Keep going. Well, okay, yeah. So in, <laughs> 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 in years past, you wait till the end of January if possible, and then you wildcard and reset your team because you're going to lose your wildcard if you don't use it then. And now you're trying to save your wildcard for the best time, and that's probably towards the end of the season around the double game weeks and the bench boost that we talked about in, like, two episodes ago. Yeah, and remember when we were talking about that last pod about when uh, to use your wild card, now you want to wait to use it the week before you want to use your bench boost because it's considered a chip. So you can't do wild card and bench boost in the same week. So mm-hmm. when you see all the fixtures line up and it's, like, maybe it's game week 33 and it's really close to the end of the season that there are several double game week fixtures lined up. You have to use your wild card the week before. Uh, make sure you fill your team up with 15 players who are going to have double game week and then just hope you manage a reasonable like sideways-ish arrow that week before. And then that week when you bench boost is going to be when you just have so many double game weekers and you have a huge week. 
It's going to be fucking insane. No, but it's going to be amazing because that's the kind of thing also, like for me when I'm sitting at 150K, that I'm hoping that there are at least like half of the people above me like don't do this. And it's yeah, something and I'm trying to hold leap, my hat on. Leapfrog this, them. Yeah, that this could be a thing where I can get like plus 70 points on my opponents that are ahead of me. And it's the yeah. only real thing besides like triple captain that I'm thinking that could give me a lot of progress in the second half um mm -hmm. and again like you mentioned years past you want to save your january wild card for the last week so you so remember the, the january wild card window uh, transfer window would close for actual clubs like four yeah. or five days before we could use our wild cards so you'd want to wait for that like make sure no one gets fucked and transferred or whatever and then you wild card mm -hmm. and then you set your team up but this year right. you can't be like I, and I've seen, even on, on Fantasy Football Scout, a lot of people are being like, oh, I can't wait for January wildcard. I'm going to sort my team out. Uh, if you use it, like, a lot of teams would also still just use it in, like, the first or second week of January because their team's kind of been on a downward slide in December. They don't have such great down yeah, boxing yeah, yeah. day. I mean, it's so tempting. It's the best yeah, thing ever. it's always tempting because you have wildcard buttons live. But um, right. teams that are, don't, aren't even thinking about this, that you can save it because before it's like, you use it in January, and if you use it in the first week or the fourth week, the, the difference could be marginal based on how much movement happens in the real-life teams. But now, right. when you could save it to do it right before the double game week versus in the past where you would maybe have to take, like, a minus 12 or something like that to have a sorted team for the double game week. Yeah, to really load up. Yeah. yeah, those are the kinds of things that could, for me, I'm thinking, like, all right, I've been disciplined, I'm playing smart, my rank's not great, but I could keep keep marching forward and that could propel me so that's something i'm just hoping for i'm sure it won't work and i'll just fucking want to kill myself <laughs> well the, the trickiest part of it by far is that like you're gonna wild card in all these players the week before yeah and you're just gonna have like no players yeah okay that's a problem because they're all gonna be off yeah it's a problem well hopefully <laughs> they had their off games not the week before though yeah, that's that's what we're hoping for. Or if you have like, we'll see. Can... We'll see how we get fucked. We'll see how we fuck this one up. Yeah, but theoretically, this is what I'm gonna be holding my hat on. So, yeah, I'm gonna I be trying. It, to... I think it makes sense. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm gonna try and angle my way towards wild carding week before bench boosting into 15 player dong fest. Yeah, just a fucking treat, a treaty. Yeah, the treatise of propelling in the ranks. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's go on to captains, right? Yeah, captain. So, I mean, so we already talked about Mares. He's the slam dunk. Yeah, I mean, it's Mares again for me. Yeah, it's not. I'm yeah. not really even considering anyone else. Uh, I mean, just if you are, you have City, Home, Sunderland, but who's in form? Like, who are you going to captain? Yeah. Uh, Otsel is always a shout at Southampton. I'm sure he'll get like 14 points as usual. Yep. But Spurs are home Norwich. Kane, Kane, Kane had a really Kane. nice goal. Yeah, he had the really nice take. And he could have had another, but I don't know. Yeah. Norwich, I mean, we talk about Norwich a lot. They're always, like, good. Yeah, no, I, I like him. But I wouldn't Captain Kane over even Lukaku, like, at Newcastle. Yeah, like, probably. Like, Lukaku's form is insane. Yeah, it's insane. But I, I do want to touch on Ali for Spurs because we didn't really talk about him at all. Ah, uh, yeah. Good call. He's so fucking good. Yeah, and like really I have again. Ericsson and it it's become it's gotten to the point where it's just like, why would you ever own Ericsson with Ali there? 
You could own Ali for like three and a half million less and get so many more points. So many more points. He runs, he plays like every position on the pitch because he never stops running. Actual. Um, so yeah, captaincy is pretty straightforward though for me. It's just, I mean, Mara's at Liverpool. It's like, oh, at Liverpool, at Anfield, blah, blah, blah. Like, why no, would that's he not, not the case. Don- he dongs for fun. Yeah, and we're, we've been way, 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 way worse at home this year anyway. Yeah. And we have literally zero healthy defenders. Yeah, so probably multiple pens for Mars again. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to be like Chan and Sako at center back. Mm. Yeah. Or like Colo and Sako or Colo and Chan. That's a problem. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible nightmare. Clean sheets. I see about a million. So let's start. Well, Stoke United. Is that a nil-nil? How's that going to go? No, Stoke is enough. They're going to do them. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it's kind of similar to the Stoke City game. Yeah, just like they're, I feel like, going to open it up. And Manu is so bad right now that they're just going to take it. All they have to do is counter with Shakiri and Arnie. And yeah. United will make some sort of mistake. They're <laughs> yeah, going to have like a Boyan goal, Peters assist. Arnie goal, Afale goal, 3 0. Yeah, that would be so good. West Ham clean at Villa for sure. Yeah, Villa. I'm going to transfer in Crestwell this week. Yeah. Uh, Palace Bournemouth. Mm. I don't like a clean there. Yeah, probably no clean. Chelsea Watford, probably no clean. Probably no clean. Liverpool Leicester. Liverpool Leicester, bet the over. Maybe a Leicester clean. Yeah. City, Sunderland, no company, no clean. Spurs, Norwich, no clean. West Brom, Swansea, there's a nil-nil. Yep. Newcastle, I think Everett. Dude, West Brom, fucking red cards. Uh, all you mean all of them? <laughs> all the red. Like cards. let me let me try and break all of your players' legs and get four red cards tonight. In the ninetieth minute. Yeah. Why not? Rondon's like, oh, well, I'm gonna headbutt your fucking life away. Yeah, it's like, I have to be right. on the pitch for 35 more seconds, so yeah. let me just get out of here yeah, real quick. I don't, I don't want to do this. And then I, I get don't paid like showering for a few with minutes. the other players. I'm going to shower in a bathing suit by myself. Yeah, why not? I think Everton, <laughs> there's a clean. I think that's going to be like a 3 0 spanking. Yeah, it should be, but Everton's been so wacky at the back. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I still, isn't Jags coming back soon? Yeah, soon. I don't know if he's back yet. Not though. soon enough. Not soon enough. And then Arsenal, I, I like the clean there. I can't see Southampton scoring goals. Oh, they're just a, a fucking mess. Yeah, they're fully they're a fucking mess. fucked. Yeah, they have no no threat. No, really. none. I mean, they're a mess. They have nothing yeah. happening. Mane fucking up chances is their life. Yep. That's their only chance of scoring. Yep. So, as an afterthought, we're looking at Boxing Day coming up, and then we have the day off. And then a new game slate on Monday. So we're probably not going to pot on Sunday in between game week. Yeah, there's like two days in between. Yeah, so good luck that following week. But all we can say in preparation is make sure that you have a full 15-man squad. Even goalies get fucking rested sometimes. So oh, yeah, fully. Yeah, it's yeah. not something that you should prioritize. But, I mean, if you if you don't have much to do and you're looking at doing something like uh, um, playing fifth, like a Mar- Russell Martin to like a better like Joel Ward, maybe change change Tim Crawl to someone who plays instead. Yeah, exactly. But, um, or get rid of Target finally or yeah, some shit. Yeah, lose Target. But if you have a fifteen man playing squad, that's that'll be very nice for you. Yeah, like it's so so hard on that next game week. It's just yeah. like the team sheets are all fucked.
All right, so talk to me about your team. Okay, I'll start. I have four and a half in the bank. I have two frees because I saved last week, so that's nice. One big issue for me is um, my third defender this week. Because okay. um, I have Ake suspended. Not suspended, sorry. I have Ake who can't play because he's a Chelsea player, so he can't play because he's loaned. Okay. Can't play against the parent club. Then I have Bertrand home to Arsenal, and I have Moreno home to Leicester. Yeah, so that's it's a just problem. a complete nightmare. Not a lot of points. Um, I know we covered Southampton last week a little bit defensively, and right after this, their fixtures get a lot nicer. Okay. So I think Bertrand's like the clear guy to keep between him and Moreno. I agree. Um, yeah, so Moreno's but, uh, definitely. But that's be out also putting stock in like Southampton coming back into things and I'm getting more and more negative about that yeah I am too I just because Liverpool's fixtures aren't horrible what Liverpool's fixtures aren't horrible I know but again you could say the exact same thing that's putting stock into Liverpool defense getting back on pace like I don't know that's silly talk they're all bad they're they're all bad like I should be owning like fucking I don't even know Swansea defenders get it clean not too soon Nightmare. Um, so Moreno or Bertrand out. If it's like the difference between me being able to get a player, then I'll do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I still have King, who missed out last week, surprisingly. Um, and I'm a little worried about him because it seems like it's like a nagging. He got ruled out in warm-up. He like kind of re-hurt himself. It's like yeah. a little nagging hamstring thing. So you know how those can linger. So... I'd still like to keep him. He's cheap enough to be my fifth, but I'm thinking I'll lose Wanyama, who just, you know, is an automatic one or two pointer every week. Yeah. And I'll try and get Otsil out of Wanyama. Yeah. Um, as of right now, I can't just do that straight up. So I might have to, without getting like a, with getting a playing defender, I can't do that straight up. If I do it for Bertrand, I'll have four point three in the bank. So I could probably get someone who's playing, but I also need someone to start this week. Yeah, Les Morgan. Yeah, I could easily get a Leicester defender. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, there's really no reason not to, I guess. No. Yeah, I like that. So I'll probably do, yeah, Ozil and Bertrand. I mean, sorry, Bertrand and Wanyama to Ozil and Wes Morgan. That's yeah. a safe move. Oh, yeah, um, I think that's great. Yeah, it uses my bank up. I don't take a hit, yeah. so that's all nice. Yeah, I like that. Things I'm also thinking about are like Igalo, like Vardy to Igalo. Mm-hmm. Like Vardy's still sitting on a suspension. And yeah, he's on the four yellows. And he's also kind of carrying a knock. Like I'm just waiting for him to like miss a game. I feel like. I don't think. But it's I think unnecessary. He's yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think you need to preempt that unless if you have definitive news that he's gonna miss the game. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. Stuff. We, can, but we also, need our insider Lester yeah. man. But I'm also, like, with Vardy, I got him so long ago, like, I don't want to sell him and have to buy him back for, like, that much more. Yeah. I'd totally. rather withstand that. It's just, like, that. a thing that I was thinking about, for like, for Vardy versus Igalo, or honestly most forwards versus Igalo, is that there is no cover for Igalo. Like, it's only forwards. It's only Dini and Igalo, and they just score and assist each other, and there's just no one else involved in the attack at all. Yeah. Versus, like, Vardy, everyone has Mares and yeah. you can pretty much cover him and you know you can cover you can kind of cover Kane with Ali and like 
Barkley, De La Feu, you can kind of cover Lukaku. There's, there's just no one. So it's like, I don't know, it's kind of nice to have that kind of player where it's just like you're getting 100% of Watford's scoring, basically, in one yeah. player. No, yeah, and you're still that's... covering yourself for the Leicester, you know? Yeah, no, that's very valid. That's so, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, so that's like why I'm thinking about it. That said, Leicester versus Liverpool this week, like, I shouldn't do it for a hit. Probably not. Probably not. So, yeah. yeah, I think that'll be my move. Pretty simple. Pretty safe. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, just finally stepping up and getting Ozil, even though I really, really don't want him. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah, I have to. It it's, sucks. It's time. I have to. Yeah. What about you? Um, I just took a hit. What? Yeah, actual. On, on air hit? On air hit. Are you was, kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Oh my god. First on air hit I've ever heard of. Yeah, I just did a little insane defensive fuck me up the ass. I took Simpson and um, Moreno out for Bans and Ivanovic. Oh my god. Hi, I'm Adam. I don't give a fuck because my rank (laughs) is so bad that I'm playing with house money at this point. I I honestly love it. Yeah, so I have. So no. <laughs> that might be a bad sign for you because I love the Hazard punt too. But yeah. I don't know. This just ties in the episode in a nice little bow because they're they're your two most attacking fucking defenders in the entire league. Yeah, I mean, I gave Ivan the shout. I already had him this year, and he was terrible. And Bands is like an oh, old friend. It's okay. But uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking at. Uh, oh my god, lining up. That's insane, dude. I'm looking. So so how I much took- money's in your defense right now? Well, now a lot. Before I had four, I had four million in the bank, and now I have point three in the bank. But I have uh, Baines, Ivan, Bertrand, Shawcross, and Evans. Oh my God! So much. Yeah, so, so a lot. Much cash but flow. that's why I'm thinking. I'm like, this will at least confirm that I don't go down the Aguero route because I have the Silva De Bruyne situation. Yeah. And then, uh, so I don't even have the money in the bank to play with, and uh, it'll yeah. probably backfire horribly. But at least I have some new friends. You have some new friends. Yeah, it's weird. You you kind of have like an unbenchable situation. Like you're not gonna not start Shawcross, Ivanovich, and Baines like any week, right? Well, I'm gonna bench Shawcross this week probably for. I mean, Evans is at Swansea. Shawcross is home. You're gonna bench Shawcross home United. Is that stupid? Should I bench Evans? I mean, I mean Swansea are never pretty scoring fucking again. stupid. Swansea are never yeah, scoring but, again though. But what if they just get two red cards again and Evans will surely get a yellow at least. Oh, good. I don't know. You're talking about benching, like, the most informed defense in the league at home. Yeah, and United. In the morning game when there's never fucking goals against United. I'll give that a more considerable thank. Yeah. But, But, um, yeah, that's pretty nuts. I like it. Yeah, here I am. Bands is in. You know how I feel about Leighton. Last year I had him for so much time. It was kind of a sad up. Like we needed a little a boost, a pod boost. Yeah, I feel a little boost. I don't feel like really happy, but I feel like marginally happy. Yeah, I mean that's that's like a nice boost you just gave yourself. Is it a it boost? Should, you should be feeling better, is what I'm saying. Why did I get Ivan? Those pictures are not good. Aren't they good? No, I mean home Watford. Like you know, a goal is in the score hat trick at United. They'll probably <laughs> do something stupid at Palace. United's a great score. fixture. Right. They're not great, but I mean, Ivan is just like, uh, whatever. I have to spend my money. 
And it's desperate. Fucking fuck. Whatever. Oh, it's don't, fun. Don't. This game's fun. <laughs> we're good at it, too. Yeah, I mean, we're really good. It's a good thing we have a pod. Fuck. So you think Shawcross over Evan's like a dead cert? Yeah, I mean... Swansea are just a joke. I know. So are United. I know. Fuck. It's like, on paper, we're like, oh, United, they'll maybe score. But it's like, who has a better chance of scoring, Gomis or Rooney? Who has a better chance of scoring, like Mata and Lingard or Ayu and Sigurdsson? Yeah, nobody knows. That's like not even close. It's like the Swansea players are way better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. God, I'm, I, I want United to just finish like 11th. Nothing so, would make me happier. Good hit. All right. I yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, fucking, fucking pod. Subscribe to our shit. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, we got a nice boost in emails this week. Yeah, we got some good emails. It's yeah, fun. It's so them. fucking fun, dude. I can't tell you how enjoying, enjoyable it is for me to respond to the emails. It's so nice. Yeah, I was on Twitter, but I also like went out pretty hard Saturday night and got like two hours of sleep before... I mean, you fucking... had to Dendel and Lupe your deal. Yeah, I went out with, with my roommate to a club guys and... I wasn't in the best of shape, and I took a long-ass time to respond on Twitter. But, you know, it was, it was still worth it. It was good. It's always good. We had a laugh. It's always about having a laugh. Yep. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, goodbye. Cheers. Cheers.